the School of Life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain. You know it is 100% Bridget! All right, here I am. It's me <laughs> talking about something. So, how's everybody doing today? I hope your week has been awesome. I know my week has been been a little trying, to be honest, but it still had some awesomenessity implanted into it. My my 31st anniversary recently passed. Um, I got tickets to Disneyland that I'm going to go to in November. It's going to be fantastic. So, November, yeah, because of the reservation system, the weekends that we wanted were already started to disappear and to get a hotel and all that, we had to book it kind of far out, but that's okay. I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going to have a good time and my wife's going to have a good time and my kids are going to, my kid, my daughter, my grandkids are going to show up and meet us there for one of the days that we're going to be there. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. So if you're watching me on YouTube um, for the first time, or maybe you've seen me a bunch of times and you just haven't bothered to do this yet, Make sure to click the subscribe button and like it and ring the bell because it tells the algorithm that something good is happening and more people will see 100% Richard. <laughs> that would be awesome if you could do that for me. And if you prefer to listen to just because, you know, you, you look at me on YouTube and go, man, that guy's got a face for podcasting. Well, go to Apple Podcasts and, and uh, what is it? Spotify and iHeartRadio on Pandora. I'm there. Just search 100% Richard. I will absolutely pop up. And that's with a little percent mark. Or you can check out 100richard.com and pick the format that you want to listen to or watch. Have a wonderful day. I'm done. Have a good night. <laughs> Sometimes I hate doing that part because I'm still not used to it. So just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about something just kind of weird stuff. I don't know if it's definitely, I don't know, not everybody thinks it's weird, but, you know, God does some cool stuff in the Bible, and I thought of two instances that I just wanted to, to talk about because they're so interesting that it's kind of just crazy. God does some crazy, crazy things. <laughs> so here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at Joshua chapter 10. I believe it's Joshua chapter 10. Yeah, Joshua chapter 10. Joshua, Joshua chapter 10. In verses 12 and 14. Now, if you know this stuff already, that's fantastic. I'm just going to read through this real quick. And, uh, you know, actually, I'm just going to kind of get straight to the point. So here it is. Then Joshua spoke to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Sun, stand still over Gibeon and moon in the valley of Ajalon. So the sun stood still and the moon stopped. Till the people had revenge upon their enemies. Is this not written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and did not hasten to go down for about a whole day. And there has been no day like that before it or after it that the Lord heeded the voice of man, that the Lord heeded the voice of a man for the Lord fought for Israel. Here's Joshua. He's in a fight. Dun -dun -dun. Perfect timing for the music. He, Joshua's in a fight, and he's like, God, I need a little bit more time. Have you ever felt like that? Man, I need just a little bit more time. Well, in this case, God does something absolutely crazy. He stops the sun and the moon. Well, at least that's what it looks like happens. 
Because if you understand that God created everything perfectly, and we have great understandings of things today, like the sun stands still and we move around it. So he didn't stop the sun. He stopped the entire universe from shifting and moving and not falling into destruction so the sun could stay in that exact same spot or or move maybe he moved everything maybe and say I don't know he moved everything a lot slower so the sun didn't go down at the same time as it normally would so it was an entire day man that, to me I'm like man that is just crazy now I want to stop and I want to stop and look at it from this picture is what kind of faith do you have to have to say god I need more time Stop the sun and the moon. <laughs> and then it happens. You have to be in one heck of a relationship with God in order to see craziness like that happen. You know, it happens again. Well, not the same thing. It's slightly different because the Bible says that it will never do that again. In 2 Kings chapter 20, verses 8 and 11, Hezekiah talks to Isaiah because he's got a wound, so he's hurt. Something's wrong with him. And he tells him, go out and get this. And, and this is in King, in 2 Kings chapter 20. He tells him, go out. God said, go get this, 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 and this. Make a salve and stick it on it. And then Hezekiah said to Isaiah, what is the sign that the Lord will heal me? This is in verses 8 through 11. That I shall go up to the house of the Lord on the third day. So he's got to wait three days for the salve to work. Then Isaiah said, this is a sign, that, 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 sign to you from the Lord that the Lord will do the thing which he has spoken Shall the shadow go before 10 degrees or go backwards 10 degrees? He's saying, okay, so looking at a sundial, which I'll try to explain that here in just a minute. Looking at a sundial, what, what, how many, 10 degrees shadow extra or 10 degrees less shadow, basically? And Hezekiah answered, it is an easy thing for the shadow to go down 10 degrees. No, but let the shadow go backward 10 degrees. So Isaiah the prophet cried out to the Lord, and he brought the shadow 10 degrees backwards by which it had gone down on the Sunday on the Sunday of Ahaz. Go look this stuff up. This is another crazy one. So some people say, you know, maybe there was a sundial in the middle of the portico or something that may have been sitting there. I don't know. Nobody knows what this sundial was. Some say there was a set of stairs that you can see the shadow on so that you could tell when the sun was coming down and they would build these things on purpose so that they can keep track of the length of the days because they didn't have watches and stuff, right? So they would keep track of the length of the days so they would build structures. Some say it was a pillar in the middle of town so you can see the shadow moving back and forth so that you can go, okay, the sun's gonna be going down soon, take a look at the pillar over there and you can see a shadow. So there's, there's different ways that this could have been seen at this particular quote unquote sundial. But the fact that it went backwards 10 degrees, now they didn't have a flashlight, so somebody just didn't walk up and go, bink, <laughs> I'm going to move it by via flashlight. <laughs> but that would be funny. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff we, I would do. <laughs> but you have to stop and think, okay, in order for it to go back 10 degrees, once again, today we know that the sun is stationary. So he did not move the sun. There it is again. Perfect landing right there with the pause of the music there. <laughs> He didn't move the sun, so he had to do something with the earth. Now, we know if you adjust the earth back 10 degrees, that is going to cause some destruction because of the perfection of how everything has to move and function with all the planets in alignment, right? And moving around and doing specific things. So this is how powerful our God is. When we see crazy, crazy stuff like this, 
I stop and go, man, the Bible's got a, and it's got a bunch of stuff like this. And you go, man, that, that's just crazy. Now, I'm going to say something like this because everybody knows who uh, Meshach, Radshack, and Abednego are, right? They, they sat in a fiery furnace. A fourth guy showed up, and uh, they weren't burned, right? So that kind of stuff, that's crazy, right? Um, if you go back and listen to uh, What's My Fish Story, right? There's a <laughs> If you have a fish story, I think it was called Fish Stories. If you go back and listen to that one, I talk about a bunch of crazy miracles with that happen to have fish involved. I think that's interesting because one of those is they pull a coin out of a fish. That's in the New Testament. So this stuff goes on and on and on and on and on. And it's continuous that God does crazy miracles like this. So what kind of miracle are you looking for? Are you looking for a crazy miracle? Do you need a crazy miracle? What kind of faith do you have to have in order to shout out to God and say, stop the sun or move the sundial to prove that I'm going to be healed? What I mean, that, that, this, it's almost ridiculous when you stop and think about it what God is capable of actually doing because when you stop and put it in perspective, these two particular things, and you stop and put it in perspective, God had to make universal, truly universe-shifting movement in order to stop the sun, quote-unquote, stop the sun, or move a shadow backwards 10 degrees. <laughs> just stop for just a minute. Stop. To, and, and that's kind of an awe-inspiring moment that God is willing to move the universe for you. Right on, right on.